Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello again, you exquisite human being. It is such a pleasure and an honor to be with you again. I hope that your here and now is amazing. Sending you a big old hug through the airwaves. We have another amazing episode for you today. We have Jordan Taylor Wright, and we've entitled this one, The Art of Creativity, Enlightenment, and Living in the Infinite Now. Jordan is a filmmaker. He's incredibly successful, uh, smart, hardworking, um, spiritual wise. This guy is amazing. You're going to love this episode. Uh, Listen to some of the things we talk about. He talks about uh, expressing through creativity and flow state, allowing the universe to express express through you, removing yourself so life can move through. The difference between loneliness and aloneness. Um, journaling as a powerful process. Enlightenment is realizing that you are light, uh, your mind as a servant, um, understanding the video game analogy, uh, powerful stories, uh, what the brain defaults to as far as anxiety and stress, uh, seeing everyone as a mirror. Uh, this is an excellent podcast. I know that you're going to like it. If you enjoy this episode, please share it on your Facebook, share it with your friends, talk about it. Um, if you want to support the podcast, um, the best thing to do is do three acts of kindness today. If you can't do three, just do one. Just do one act of kindness and just show me without telling me or anyone else that you get the message of the podcast. The podcast message is to be kind to others. So you got to take an action. So please do that. Um, the other thing that you could do is leave a review. Those are super helpful. Um, I want to thank Eileen three from Canada. And she says speaks from the heart. Matt has wonderful guests. He's a well-informed podcaster and shares his journey along with the listeners. Highly recommend this podcast. I never miss a download. So, uh, if you're still doing that, I, I commend you because I am busting out a ton of episodes and it's been I've been working hard this summer in Maine and it's been a joy and uh, just been able to talk to such amazing people like Jordan so um, the other thing that you can do if you want to support the episode um, is to become a patron just go over to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair and take that action take a a moment to just toss a buck in the bucket because it really does help I want to thank so much to uh, Celeste Arnold Alicia Smith and Emma Kirby Um, I got three in one day and that was awesome I was like whoa what's going on here amazing so thank you guys so much and thank you everyone who's just shared an episode who has left a review who uh, supports me on patreon in any way who does an act of kindness that's the most powerful thing you can do if you're out there doing an act of kindness every day um, three acts a day would be even in better i just have so much love and respect and gratitude for you um, i want to thank my sponsor david lombear senapas who will be coming up in sedona uh, speaking with the zuni elder or a zuni elder clifford mahuti this weekend in Sedona. David is also doing a seven 
part webinar series uh, every Thursday except for this one because we'll be traveling. So check that out at Distant Ancient Echoes on Facebook. And you can also check out my Facebook as well. I'm going to be posting those things there. Um, if you haven't signed up for the email list at mattbelair.com, go ahead and do that. And if you go to forward slash lucid dreaming, you're going to get yourself a lucid dreaming track. Uh, for those of you guys who want coaching, I'm doing 90 minute breakthrough sessions, uh, heart journey activations where we basically uh, discover a life path and a life fulfillment and life um, purpose through hypnosis and activating the heart's intelligence. Uh, the people doing it are having very powerful experiences. Um, so I highly recommend that. And we could also do deeper one-on-one training. And basically I share with you everything that I've learned along the way as far as consciousness, peak performance, overcoming limiting beliefs, designing and creating a reality that you love, achieving flow state, um, moving this into your businesses and teams and all that kind of stuff. So whether it's an individual or group, I'm very excited to work with you. Just sit me up at matt at zenathlete.com. And if you want me to come speak or you want David Lone Bear to come speak, just hit me up at that same address and we will be happy to um, come out your way. So thank you guys so much uh, for all the support. You know, if you guys want to support myself and David Lone Bear, we are looking for a couple people, um, especially a, a professional assistant. So just send a cover letter and uh, what you can do, anybody in assistant or uh, web uh, marketing and general media. We really do need a crap ton of support, uh, working my butt off and it's good, but help would be nice. So we kind of ask for, you know, generally around a three to six month commitment and, uh, about 10 hours a week, if you can commit to that, because, um, we're doing a lot of stuff. We're doing a lot of stuff and it's all epic. So we could definitely use some help because um, I'm stretched pretty thin, but I just want to thank you for coming along another episode. I have deep love and appreciate appreciation for you. Um, So before we get into this, um, let's go and just come into a state of powerful peace and coherence, making the firm commitment to be our number one supporter. So wherever you are in the world, just stop whatever you're doing and take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath as you imagine powerful gold and crystal platinum light coming down from the universe and pulsing through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being and going down into the core of the earth. And just let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries and all the tasks of the day. Taking in another deep breath in through your nose, holding that breath and just see this powerful light coming up from the universe, connecting you, coming up from the earth, connecting you to the earth and down from the universe, meeting you in the center of your heart. And in this space, just make the firm commitment now to be loving, kind and supportive to yourself and others, realizing that you eternal that you are divine, that you are an infinite creator. Just let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Take in one more deep breath in through your nose, really just doubling this feeling now, this connection with yourself, with the earth, with source, with the realization that you are a multidimensional creator, that you are an eternal being, that you are powerful and wise and connected to all things, that you are enough. And just make this firm commitment to be your number one supporter, to be kind, compassionate, loving to yourself and to everyone you meet, realizing that you do create your reality and you can control your perspective and just let that breath out slowly with all the limitations, all the self-doubt, all the self-criticisms and just feel total at peace, totally at present, uh, totally grateful and excited to go about your day and get into this incredible podcast with Jordan Taylor Wright. 
Hello and welcome to another episode of the Master Mind, Body, and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is the founder of Taylor Cut Films. He is a creative director and filmmaker based out of Los Angeles, California. California, geez. Taylor Cut Films is a production company, creative agency specializing in music videos, commercials, and films. Over a 10-year span, Taylor Cut Films has created original content for artists such as Usher, Justin Bieber, Jennifer Lopez, and The Chainsmokers. He and his team are currently creating ad campaigns with renowned brands such as Bose, L'Oreal, American Express, and Marvel. Taylor Cut Films is soon to announce their lineup of original TV and film content for 2018. He has also published his first book, Forever in the Infinite Now, and his feature film, Discovery of the Divine Consciousness, is due out this fall. Welcome to the show, Jordan Taylor Wright. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, I got a very enthusiastic uh, recommendation from a uh, amazing friend of mine, uh, Jeremy Slate, who has an amazing podcast himself. And so when he's enthusiastic about somebody, he's like, Matt, you got to interview this guy. I'm immediately intrigued. And uh, I got to dive into a little bit of your work. And you've been doing all kinds of amazing stuff. Uh, you're producing high level creative content at an immense pace, it feels like. And um, for the for those of you out there who aren't aware of who you are. Do you want to give them a little bit about your background, everything that you're doing and, and what you're working on now? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I guess I started telling stories or, or making videos um, ever since I was in high school. That's a question I get frequently asked is how did you kind of get into it? And today, especially since there's no like route or set path of how you can go about telling stories or creating content, I think the term content creator is a newer term but essentially all that is is a form of telling stories and now with technology and social media you have immediate access to get your stories and your art out immediately whether it's you know writing writing and you can tweet it or if it's creating videos and you want to share it on youtube or facebook or instagram or any of the different means of that um or dancing and filming yourself and and doing that i think finding your means of um, self-expression is incredibly important and powerful. And um, as well, uh, you know, being creative and it's a form of meditation. It's a form of um, being in tune with your conscious awareness and removing yourself from your ego, which is all of the notions of meditation. It's what my book is about forever in, in the infinite now. And, it's where honestly creativity lives. It's how you get to be creative. And I, I was blessed to um, know that I enjoy telling stories through the form of video and photography at a very young age. My, uh, my parents separated when I was young. My grandma would babysit me and her form of babysitting was putting me in front of the TV and putting on classic films. And you know, whether it would be me watching Disney movies like Peter Pan or Lion King or me watching you know, some of the um, classics like Casablanca or Sound of Music or whatever it may be, I was teleported immediately when watching movies, just as other artists get teleported with their art, or it 
may be anything, listening to music or, you know, bike rides or walking or dancing, singing, whatever it may be. I knew that resonated with me. So I picked up an old VHS camcorder that my dad had laying around in the garage and I would record me and my friends skateboarding or wandering through the parks or swimming in lakes or whatever it may be. And just a way to express and tell a story. And it started as a means of escape, but um, greater than that, it was detaching myself from my ego self, because when you're being creative, you're allowing that light to pass through you. It isn't you who's creating it. It's uh, you become the vessel, you become the instrument. When a singer's singing, um, they become the instrument. They're not thinking about singing. They are the tool for expressing that same with dancing. You're not thinking about the moves you're about to do. You're in a flow state. It's, it's no different than yoga or anything like that. So I, even if I wasn't consciously aware of it when I was younger, I, found this means of expressing myself. So even perceived negatives like my parents separating or coming into adolescence or being bullied at school or whatever it may be that you can per perceive as a negative, if you have a means to release it and not allow it to store within yourself and not try to numb yourself from those feelings as well because um, we all feel and emotions are beautiful. So crying is beautiful and that's a means of release allowing yourself to um, express that is a really amazing tool and it, it connects you to your higher consciousness. So um, I knew I wanted to tell stories when I got into high school. Luckily, my high school offered a video production class my freshman year. I learned how to use Adobe Premiere and how to do video editing. And as soon as I realized that I could edit and basically take this footage and photos or whatever it may be and kind of curate it and create it into the perception that I'm currently seeing the world so other people can share and experience that it was the greatest feeling I, I had ever felt so I continued to do that whether it be school projects if we had a history assignment and they, were, they said you can do a PowerPoint you can write a, a paragraph or you can make a video I was always for the video regardless because I got to tell a story of how I saw the world. So I was hooked ever since high school. Me and my friends would make short films, whether it be us being superheroes or finding songs that we really liked and making little music videos to them. So, um, and then when I went to university to study, I knew I wanted to study film. And my parents are both um, not from the United States or South Africa. And they were, um, they migrated to this country because of apartheid and they wanted to have a better life. and. My mom was very adamant of one, following your dream. And if I wanted to be a storyteller and a filmmaker to do that, she said just to have a, you know, she, safe safety. She said to have a fallback or to study business or just to understand how that works. So I, I majored in, in business as well. And I also studied psychology because um, when I was 10 years old, I, my parents' divorce was pretty bitter. So a court actually mandated for me to see a therapist just to be able to speak about everything that was happening. And when you're younger, you think that seeing a therapist is um, means there's something wrong with you. But all, all it is is a mirror. You get to speak into a mirror reflection of um, and release all of these thoughts that are happening and realize that nothing that people are saying to you has anything to do with you. It's how they speak to themselves. And when you're speaking, you're speaking into a mirror. So you get to take things less personal um, when you come from that perspective because you realize that people are a mere reflection of their current state of awareness and everyone's doing the best that they possibly can. So the process of being able to speak to 
someone and to release my thoughts and to come to that conclusion and be like, oh, my dad yelled at me. That means he doesn't love me. And for someone to be like, oh, well, why, why does that mean he doesn't love you? Oh, and me, uh, because he yelled at me. But why do you think he yelled at you? Oh, because he didn't have a good relationship with his father. So, oh, yeah, that has nothing to do with me. And then you get to realize that people are, everyone's doing the best they can from their current state of awareness. And to, to treat every person with grace and humility and love. And even if they're speaking to you in a way that may seem negative, that's how they're speaking to themselves and everyone's dealing with um, a battle within their own mind. So to allow that to just be what it is, you don't hold on to negativity. You learn to forgive and you learn to release. And also when you have an outlet, when you get to be creative and you have something that you can tap into, you again get to release that even if you're having internal struggle within your own mind. So I knew I wanted to study psychology as well. And I implemented that into filmmaking because when you're watching a movie, you're watching the way a director or a screenwriter, how they see the world. So you're tapping into their own subconscious as well. And um, I've just carried that through. So, you know, being a content creator for people that are listening and want to, um, you know, they, they, they're thinking to themselves, I love traveling. I love telling stories. I love taking photos. I love singing. I love poetry. There's no set path of how to do it other than have the intention of loving yourself fully so you can love other people fully as well and to express yourself with love and with truth and allow truth to be what passes through you. Um, have no perceived notion of judgment of how people um, look at you. It doesn't matter how many likes you get. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter how much money you have because those are all external sources and anything external will not grant you happiness. The only thing that will allow you to be fully happy is to hold that space for love and happiness within yourself. So create because you love to and create because you want to and create because it feels good. And then share that what in any means that feels good okay with you share it everywhere share it on any form of social media show it to your friends show it to colleagues and then you never know what's going to happen from that it may you know even if you get four likes and three views on something what if one of those views is somebody who has a production company who decides that oh it'd be awesome if you came into this and then it leads to another thing that life just you attract your current state of being so if you're holding the space and frequency then you're going to attract that. If you're feeling happy, you will see happiness and you will attract happiness. So just continue to express yourself through the light that feels good. And then you know, everything else will kind of fall into place. And I stumbled upon that through, you know, psychology and meditation and, and yoga and, and traveling and just life experience. And I've been blessed to be in this current state of awareness that I am and to be able to speak to people like you and, and allow other people to hear it and hopefully it can stir something within themselves and um yeah we're all you know humans are hive animals similar to dolphins and you we operate in the third dimension but we actually our consciousness exists in the fourth and fifth dimension we have the ability to telepathically communicate with one another and feel and that's what empathy is and the only way you can do that is to be devoid of ego and to allow yourself to realize we're all the same lights passing through everyone. The only difference is the lens in which we're perceiving it. So when you get to, you know, remove yourself and truly listen, then we all can witness this kind of conscious hallucination together. And it's, it's beautiful. And then, you know, we all get to create this reality together, whether it is physically like creating art or whether it's just sitting and being in the presence of someone that you truly resonate with. So, um, yeah, that's what, that's where I am now.
man, that was one of the one of the best meat and potato intros I've ever had from a guest. And I've had some pretty incredible guests. You know, you, you touched on so many things that are so fundamental. And I think that in where you are in your position, you know, somebody in the creative works in Los Angeles reaching a, a pinnacle of success, right? Working with these people and doing what you love to do. Um, that's what a lot of people want. And, but you're also coming right back to the most important piece, which I talk about on the podcast all the time, is you have to have self-love and self-worth. And it's not about the external thing. And we're in a culture right now is where we're perpetually watching our likes. And if it's good enough and, and these external judgments, and that's about as core as, as core as it gets. And I guess one of the things I'd like to ask, because I think you'd be a good um, person to ask that is when you have this young creator whether they're actor musician singer artists um they get kind of stuck because they're they're worried about what other people are going to think is it any good rather than getting into the process and you said a lot of really interesting things there i'm actually studying with a native elder of the Mi'kmaq nation here in maine and he said in his culture there's no word for art um, because it's a part of the community. It's just when you do that thing, it's actually for everyone. It's a result of everyone's influence. It's not actually just you doing it. It's like the whole entire community moving through you. So in a sense, it's similar to the way that you um, were describing how you do your art farm and you express. So maybe you can speak a little bit on helping people like have that courage to create because it's hard, especially if you, you release it, right? And you're just waiting in the back of the mind for somebody to grab their keyboard and say, you suck, you know? And, and I think that scares a lot of people. And, and what I would love to see is more creative courage and more support everywhere, online, offline, artists, musicians, just everywhere. Yeah. Well, I think fundamentally holding the notion that there's a profound difference between aloneness and loneliness, because if you are feeling lonely, it is wanting of the other, whether it be another person or the validation of somebody saying you're amazing or uh, a, a like or whatever it may be. And the loneliness is being so filled with your own presence that you are consumed with the entire universe and that you are not filled with your ego and you are content with where you currently are and that in that space that's where creativity is and that's where you get to witness the world is creativity everyone always says you know things were simpler when you're a kid or i i, I want to see the world as a child or through the lens of imagination but that doesn't go anywhere though the the notion that we're trying to hold on to when when it comes to that is having no judgment for when you're a child you aren't you have no perception of how people look at you you have you labels haven't been thrown onto you and attached onto you at the rate of which you are when you grow older so you don't look at the floor as carpet you don't go this is carpet you go this is lava and i'm gonna jump from this couch to this couch and those are volcanoes and then i get to you know this is the safe place and there's birds flying over me we still have that it's just you we, removing the notion of other people's perceptions of judgments and then you get to live in that state of just innocence the word having the word innocent is is exactly what a child is they look at everything with the lens of a new perspective and the more you remove your ego which is any notion of self so that's your age your ethnicity your gender your sexuality any of these labels that society really imprints onto you from a very early age the more you can free yourself of that and those attachments, you see the world through the lens of a child, of your 
childhood self of innocence, of fresh, of new. And then all of a sudden, while you're looking, it becomes that of imagination. It becomes that of creativity. And then when you do create something, it's obviously not for you. It's being passed through you. And then other people get to witness it. And it's coming from a truthful place because it's coming from your heart space. And then allow it to be that. It, it's The world that we live in is the ever continuing cycle of in and out, of giving and receiving, of a flow state. Uh, the only universal constant is change. In science, it's a delta, it's change. That's what, you know, Einstein even said it. The only constant is, is change. That's what this whole algorithm was. So accepting change and that ever flow of in and out, then when you're creating something and you're releasing something, it's that. And then that moment is beautiful and it is gone. And then you continue to the next. You don't wait to see what people say. You don't have any expectation of what is going to happen from it. The most beautiful adventures are ones that aren't planned, that you have no expectation, that just happen. And if you're expecting something to happen, that's not an adventure at all because then you are limiting what your possible reality can be. So have no expectation, have no judgment, and then everything that you could ever want ends up happening because you are holding the space for it to happen. And there's practices in which you can do that. You know, if you know you're somebody who is looking at their phone always, just make it a point to just be without your phone. Put your phone on airplane mode and put it on the other side of the room and then write or edit or sing or stretch or whatever it may be. And then that is out of reach. And then you just, it's like a habit. And then it's like riding a bike and then you continue to just be like, oh, even if you feel your phone vibrate, that's okay. I'm just going to continue just being. And you, you can just almost reprogram and retrain yourself to, to, to be in that space. And um, yeah, that's what the, the book touches upon. It, the book started the forever, the infinite now that I wrote, it started almost as like a journaling process for my, for myself, because when you're writing, you're, it is a for, it's a form of meditating because you're tangibly creating something in this 3D form. You're releasing it. You feel muscle memory. You know, that's the difference between typing. It's, you actually feel it in your hands and you can release it. And it started as like a reminder to myself of all these notions and I would reread it. And then I realized it's helping me. So I, why not break it into a format that can help other people as well? So each page is like four to five sentences and it touches upon these notions of how your mind is a computer. And just as computers have operating systems, our egos are operating system. And scientists say that you only tap into 20% of your brain, but that how can you fully access your, your brain and what it's possible of doing if you have an ego that is limiting what you can possibly be because even in science we are the stars we are the moon we are the water this earth is 70 percent water just as our physical body is 70 percent water the big bang occurred and we have stemmed from that we have come from monkeys our coccyx bone used to be a tail it doesn't you don't start new in in evolution you build upon it we have eyebrows so that way sweat doesn't go into our eyes eyelashes stop debris from getting into our eyes everything has a purpose as a functionality and it has occurred from evolution but humans the ego developed as a means of survival of the fear of death everything stems from the fear of death and the ego scared of dying because it's scared of not existing anymore but 
you're not your ego. You're the mirror consciousness and that mirror keeps reflecting regardless. So becoming enlightened and enlightenment is just simply realizing you are light. And even in science, light is time. If you travel at the speed of light, what is time? It doesn't exist anymore. So if you get to perceive the world as light and realize you are light, just simply reflecting and you're looking into a mirror right now, then you become enlightened. You become in tune with your conscious awareness. So the ability to tap into that is literally living in the infinite now because time ceases to exist. And that's where creativity lives. And that's where you live devoid of stress and anxiety. Because if you're thinking about the past, you're living in a state of depression. And if you're thinking about the future, you're living in a state of anxiety. So living in the now is where happiness is. And um, yeah, just have no more notion of self and judgment. And then you can be in that space and you can learn to tap into that. Wow, man. <laughs> yeah, this is good. I'm just going to keep teeing them up and please just continue to be as epic as that because yeah. you, you, you touched on, again, so many beautiful, important points. Um, the way that I kind of describe exactly that on the podcast is we are afraid that we're going to die. So we're, we're kind of doing these things and living our life from more of a fear state or rather than a love state or eternal state. When you know you're eternal, um, you kind of operate a little bit differently and we do have the ability to, to program our minds. You know, it could be like this super multidimensional supercomputer, but through your own consciousness, that's how you get to affect the programming. And a lot of the time we're not taking the inventory about what that past trauma was or what that happened in high school or what something, you know, our parents did. And then we identify that, right. And that becomes our coding to affect how we move, move into this reality because everything gets a little bit more serious as you get older because you've got, you know, the world is, is wanting you to act a certain way and you've got to go get money to eat and you've got to survive. Um, and all these different things come in. So um, you can kind of reflect on that if you wish, or, Sure. Yeah, yeah, go, I mean, go for that. Yeah, what helps with me too is like, we're, we've grown up in a society that is very, so we have, like you said, the mind, body and spirit, we've been living with our through our mind body for so long, especially with technology, that we have associated directly with our mind and our mind is a supercomputer, it's a means of processing and decoding information. So when you're looking at something, you're simply looking at light reflecting off of infinite particles that are being processed by your optical nerves that is then being decoded by your brain. And through that process, that immediate process, you then register and associate something. So I'm looking at you and I go human, blue eyes, beard, and you're just, your information is being processed immediately. But when you can disassociate yourself from your mind body and use your mind as as a servant, as really what it's supposed to be, you get in tune with your physical body, which has all of existence within it. So you get to tap into, you, elephants don't forget anything since the dawn of time. That's why they say elephants have such amazing memories is because they pass down. And that's what our DNA is. Our DNA holds all of the universe within it. So you can tap into your physical body through yoga and you know meditating and being in that state of homeostasis so you detach from your mental body. And what has helped me, since we are such te technologically driven creatures now, and we, can, we know how to operate computers, is essentially we are in a video game, but in a video game that we are playing that, and we're the avatar at the same time, and we get to feel everything. So if you realize you're not in control of what's happening, you simply get to witness and feel it, then you don't try to control anything. And you get to perceive this world as beautiful because 
it's like playing Mario. So if you know you were talking about money and how people want to achieve money to achieve success, in Mario you're just wandering around and then if you're living from your heart space and you want adventure, you stumble upon coins and then all of a sudden you get all these gold coins and then you find a mushroom and then you become bigger and then you just, you are exploring and you will achieve all of these beautiful monetary value or whatever it is that you we achieve within this, you know, society, this matrix that we're living in, you get, you get to gain all of that simply by living from your heart space and you just attract what it is that you're, you're holding. So by realizing that the goal isn't to achieve money, but it's simply a byproduct of living from your heart, then it comes effortlessly. So you, and because even if your goal is to achieve money, you've lost already because once you achieve it, you'll become even more sad. You know, even if you look at rap lyrics of more money, more problems, because all it really is, is you're trying to fill a void. You're trying to fill a hole with something that you think will grant you happiness. And I watched an interview with Matt Damon and he was talking about when he won the Oscar for Goodwill Hunting. And it was beautiful because he said he, he won when he was in his early 20s. He wrote it with Ben Affleck right after when they were in college together. They won an Oscar and he said he went home that night and he cried. And he cried because he was so happy that he realized that achieving this accolade wasn't gonna make him happy. And he was so beautifully, just felt so humbled within that experience to realize that achieving this accolade at such a young age gave him the mere reflection of this won't truly make me happy. Imagine if I went my whole life and in my 70s, I was striving to get this, this trophy and realizing, wow, I spent my whole life trying to get this thing and it isn't going to make me happy. That's really what life, life is a, literally about the journey. It isn't about the destination. And as long as you're living from your heart space and you're living now and you're appreciating every moment that you're in, then all of a sudden you are going to externally perceive your reality the way you want to. And all of a sudden then you'll, you know, meet the people that are in alignment with you and live in the places that you want to and be able to travel to the places you want to. It, it, it's simple. This life is meant, this is, we live on heaven and earth. We live in the, the state of alive and dead. We are the non-duality of living and death, the fire and water. We are the non-duality of all of that. So if you get to live in that space and you don't live from a, a space of fear, because we're, we're dreaming right now. There is no difference when you close your eyes and go to sleep. All that happens is you tap into your subconsciousness, which is your conscious awareness, which is always there. It's just you... When you're dreaming, if you know how to be in a state of meditation, you're not associated with your ego self. That's what lucid dreaming is. That's what being consciously aware of what's currently happening. And you can do that right now. I can be aware that right now, Jordan as an ego isn't speaking. I'm allowing this light to pass through me. And because I'm free from ego and I'm knowing that my mind is able just to spew this information out of my mouth. I am, I am a tool. I am a vessel. But it's beautiful because so are you and so is everyone else because we're all living this together. We are all consciously living this together, not just humans, every creature. We all started from a pin, pinpoint in the cosmos and exploded. And it's still happening. It will happen forever. The universe is still expanding. Scientists are like, whoa, it's still expanding. I don't understand. It's because humans aren't meant to understand. A dog doesn't understand how government works. Why are humans trying to 
think that our mind and our ego can understand the way that divinity works. We are divinity. We are an extensions of divinity. We are light. Light is divinity. We've been praying to ourselves this entire time. It's just not humans. It's just, we are, we are light. We're something greater. So you get to live in that space and be aware of it without controlling it. Humans want to control everything because they're scared of dying. It's okay. We're dead already. And we're also alive already. So just live in that space because it'll continue to happen forever. So Buddha said you can reach a point of enlightenment where this life is a test and then you no longer come back because you go from the unknown into the unknowing. So it, be comfortable with the unknown, be comfortable within the uncomfortability because that's where everything really exists. And then you get to witness this life as what it's meant to be. And you get to notice omens and notice when all of a sudden your phone dings at a certain time or you look in your you know, I was born at 7.43 in the morning. I live in apartment 7.43. I look at my phone sometimes at night and it's 7.43. Numbers are, are just indicators. Humans invented it as a means of um, deciphering codes and time and keeping track. But there, you get to notice things when you're kind of in this place of, of consciousness. And we are just consciousness. So um, yeah, and I, I get when I'm saying all of this to certain people, they're like, this is hocus pocus or whatever it may be. You can tap into it yourself by, you know, meditating or simply breathing or yoga or allowing yourself to be creative. And even if you, you slowly get into that state, you just learn what it feels like to be light, to feel light, to feel no stress, to feel no anxiety, to feel no weight. And then we all know what that is and then continue to just hold on to that. And every time you're feeling that, say, I, I, I'm holding the space, I release any negativity. And you can continue to feel that. And then you'll notice when you're feeling other because we're used to feeling, we're used to defaulting to stress and anxiety. We're used to, you know, when I'm done talking, my brain might go to like, oh, but I have to do this in 30 minutes. And then I didn't do this. And then, oh, I have bills to pay. But, or you can notice when you're thinking those things. I can stop talking and be like, I have this to, and just be like, whoa, that's not me. I'm not my thoughts. Because the thoughts that we have now, the thoughts you had two minutes ago aren't the same thoughts you're going to have two minutes from now. You aren't your thoughts. It's just your brain, it's speaking into a mirror. So sometimes it can get very tiring just living within your own mind. But when you get to disassociate yourself and kind of step away from it, whether it's meditating or whatever, being creative, whatever it may be, then you get to watch it pass by in front of you, like sitting at the edge of a river and your thoughts are the river flowing by effortlessly in front of you and you're disassociated and then you get to be in that space and then you feel what it feels like to be there and go, ooh, this is what it's supposed to feel like. And then whatever way you can get back to it without any external stimulus, then that's what life is. You know, We're used to like wanting to have a drink or have coffee or go shopping or have sex or marijuana or whatever it is we all have our tools and our vices to get into that state but know that it's essentially a ceremony we're just trying to enter a different state of consciousness to remember how to get back to that original state of being light even the movie inception there's a beautiful line where you see all these people that are asleep and um someone comes up and goes all these people come here to sleep and they go no they don't come here to sleep they come to wake up and that's why we people would do drugs or to find these vices is because you don't, you do it to have that moment of pleasure or whatever it may be, but then you learn how to then get back to your natural state from that. So just be aware of that, your default state. We have everything that we could possibly want within us right now, right this second. So 
tap into it because there's nothing external that's going to grant you any more happiness. You hold that frequency within yourself. Extraordinary, man. I could go through each point and just say, I agree and offer a story. But the ones that I'll, sh- I'll share is um, there, you know, you said the Matt Damon story, there's a professional MMA fighter, Dominic Cruz, and he won a title after, you know, coming back from injury and three years later, he's like, what's, you know, what does this mean for you? You know, you've achieved all this kind of glory idea. And he's just like, you know, it was to know that I was enough without a championship, essentially, you know, to know that I was fully, you know, worthy of love and I have everything that I need right now, whether I'm the world champion and, and, and whether I'm not. And if more of our uh, influencers, athletes, celebrities, musicians could kind of voice that, you know, and that's kind of like the intention with Zen Athlete is just to get these kind of mindfulness ideas to those types of kids and, and, the youth of the world, because that's what it's all about. It's not, you know, when LeBron James wins the championship, then he's fulfilled. It's not like when you get your first big contract, right. And you worked with the Biebs and it's like, Oh, I worked with the Biebs, you know, now, now, now I'm good enough. It's like, no, you're good enough the entire time, the entire journey. And it's all within you each and every moment. And it's really good that you're speaking about these default states because that's what happens to our mind this conditioning from the outside and the way our culture kind of works is it it kind of promotes that idea of this conditioning and then we do it to ourselves where natural conditioned states is to fear anxiety and stress because there's always a problem and one of the clients i was working with um, they noticed that if they just let themselves sit for a while when i was getting to do some certain practices they just created a problem there's no problem, but then all of a sudden a problem was created because the mind was sitting there. But now through a little bit of awareness, we're able to kind of nip that in the butt. And speaking on, you know, simulation theory, the video game, I really like Thomas Campbell was on the episode and, you know, he's one of the leading researchers, physicists that were in a simulation. And, you know, we could be, we could not be, I don't know. I, you know, I'm not sure of that, but with what I know about being alive on this planet, I want to give it the best shot that I can. And it could be a video game. It could be a playground. And from the experience of knowing that I'm eternal, I have more courage to test the boundaries of whatever I'm in rather than being in a fear state and going to try to get a few squirrel nuts to hold and then build up more squirrel nuts and hold them. You know, that's the whole game. I'm just in this tiny forest when I could be, you know, out on the ocean trying to surf or doing these different things and exploring uh, the wonder of what it is to be human, to explore this planet, to explore other people, to learn what I'm passionate about. Um, So I won't even ask a question. I'll just throw that back and see if you have a comment. Yeah, it's, it's all of that. Um, I think, simulation theory is is beautiful and it is an extension of that but it's i just worry when people hear that that they disassociate themselves from their physical body and that's when they'll go and do things and they you can either learn from love and pleasure you can learn from pain and the the beautiful thing is we are essentially in a quote-unquote video game or simulation or whatever may be but we're also we feel everything that's within this video game. So physical touch and hugs and kisses and trees and smell and eating. That's why it's important what you put into your physical body and how we treat the external world around us because it's an extension of ourselves. So I've been plant-based and it's incredible because we are plants. We need water and sunshine just as plants do. And we photosynthesis, it's the same process. So. Um, to realize that we're in a game, but we are, we're more than that. We're infinity within our own DNA and within our own cells. So um, 
yeah, for people to, to realize that is incredible because with, you know, with the popularity of Fortnite and all of these kind of, and virtual reality becoming uh, increasingly more popular, we're becoming devoid of our, how beautiful we are within this 3D space, um, operating from a 4D space, which is our awareness. So live within this space, realizing that this is everything. This is, this is everything that you could possibly want. Um, and value everything that's currently happening and live with gratitude with everything that's currently happening because that is where you get to really witness and feel because you could have, you could be in an equally pleasurable moment sitting in traffic as you can on top of a mountain or winning an award because if you're feeling fully gracious and you're feeling thankful within that moment, then you are having a quote unquote out of body experience because you're realizing that I am witnessing a, a, a moment of in, in infinity. Really, you're, you're in a moment that is perfect. And so you can hold that space anywhere. And yeah, great mirror reflections of that are traveling and experiencing new cultures and being in, in, landscapes that you've never been before and feeling nature and seeing nature in a way that you never have before because it is it's a fresh perspective it's a, everywhere you go is you're looking into a mirror reflection so it, every experience you can have that's a new mirror reflection integrates into who you are and it, it removes kind of the old programming that you used to have if you grew up in an area where everyone kind of looks a certain way and acts a certain way, then you may think that's what the world is like. But then all, if you get to see someone that looks different and acts different, then you get to realize that is an extension of me as well. And you get to integrate that into yourself. So that's why I go into places like India or Egypt, like you mentioned before we started this, this conversation, you know, you get to see cultures and people that are yourself that look different, but then you realize that we, you aren't what you look like, you know? I for a, a year covered up all the mirrors in my in my home because I was living in a state of where I cared how I looked on social media, I cared how I looked on photos, I cared what I looked like before I left the house because that somehow was an indicator of how people perceived me or how it allowed me to feel. But if you feel good, you look good. It, not vice versa, you know? So it, you can be wearing the most expensive outfit, but if you don't feel good, you're you're not going to look good. So you're, we're, we're projecting this reality based on how we feel internally. So care less about what you look like and what people perceive you as and more about how you feel so that way you can truly radiate this light and this, this mirror reflection, this beacon of light for other people to look into. And yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing place to, to be and it's an amazing place to witness because then you become in alignment with other people that are like you. You notice that you get to have conversations with people that are feeling a certain way and every experience that you're having is exactly what you're supposed to be having within that moment so even if it's a conversation that you think may not be in you know that's not how i see the world but then all you know you're having that conversation to realize that oh this is how i see the world and then you get to tap into that and then um yeah you get to just notice you get to notice things and yeah for people listening that want to figure out how to kind of tap into that more. Um, hopefully my book could help. Hopefully yoga could help. Hopefully just focusing on your breathing could help. 
find a way of expressing yourself that feels really good, whether it's writing, writing is amazing. Don't be scared about what you write, just let it come out. Um, singing, don't be scared to sing. Don't be scared to use your body. Don't be scared to dance. Um, those are all ways to just de detach yourself from, from your ego state and then continue to hold that. And if anyone tells you anything different, it's because they're scared and you can wish them the best and hopefully they can find it within themselves to continue to do that. But um, other people's opinions, uh, what other people think of you is none of your business. Man, again, so many beautiful and really deep and really important points that each one can really be reflected on. You know, I'm taking a lot of notes as you're speaking and it's just really beautiful. Uh, the first thing I'll just reflect on is just, um, I'll, I'll share it as like, this is the consciousness where a lot of people are talking about the 5D and going out of body and things like that. You're in the spot that you want to be. You're in like the premium location. This body is so incredible. Life is so incredible with what you can do and experience. You know, we want to go out of body but I think a lot of the practice needs to be getting into the body and you know everything really what you're speaking of really comes back to that childlike innocence if you look at a child and the way they're imagining and flowing and moving through reality and just deciding they're they're in that space that we can access now but like I said earlier it kind of gets a little bit more serious um, and you know what you said about the feel good look good it's that's so awesome because what's happening I think is that we have all this external stuff that we're putting weight to it's getting more and more artificial right the amount of likes you get it's you know in high school you just have somebody make funny or whatever and you deal with that in reality but now you've got this virtual space that's coming up and we're plugging out 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 because we're not really minding what's going on inside but if you really learn to understand what's going on inside monitor your thoughts and feelings and emotions learn where you can steer and where you have to surrender and connect to what feels good and what is true and what is infinite that's in you and it's in everything and you build up that connection the external is going to be less frightening and have uh less of a weight to it like when you're talking about oh i go outside do i look fat or look this certain way or people think that i'm ugly and um you know all the nasim nasim haramines works in, in physics we'll just talk a lot about the feedback loop you know and that's like that that core feeling you know i do it a ton of traveling and some people are like, oh, if you've been here, the people are terrible here. Or you've been there and you got to be worried about that. And like, I've been to so many different countries, so many different spaces. I almost only meet 99.9% .9 of the time incredible people. Um, and I think that's because a mirror of how I'm putting myself out of the world. Now, do they exist and do challenging circumstances happen to some people? Yeah. But in my reality, I'm getting a really great feedback loop because I'm trying to feed the inside rather than looking for validation from the outside, which is a never ending battle. So, you know, you've been sharing so many deep insights and I know we don't have too long left. So I want to kind of load you up with some things and, and that way you can rant on them for as long as you wish, but just yeah. ideas for, um, you know, maybe building up self-esteem for, for anybody out there. Like maybe it's a youth or somebody just like to build that inner worth and that connection to spirit or the infinite, just some tools for that. And, um, just maybe your general thoughts, you know, on, um, just how I think what we're seeking for in this, in this reality is to be free, is to be happy, is to be connected, is to grow, um, and feel secure. And Greg Braden says we have three universal fears, um, not being loved, not being accepted and not being worthy. 
and because of those things, I really love what you said about, you know, don't be afraid to write. Don't be afraid to dance. Don't be afraid to create. We are these powerful multidimensional creator beings and we're terrified to create because of the external influences and what we think might happen and what might actually happen. You know, and uh, Kyle Cease has a book that says, I hope I, f- I hope I'll fail. And if we can just change our idea on what failure is and what the feedback we're getting out and the importance, you know, everyone should be able to tell you, you suck and it doesn't matter. Although that's challenging. So I'll let you yeah. reflect on that. Yeah. It just, again, nothing has anything to do with you because if you have no notion of your ego, then anything anybody says is, is being spoken into a mirror and that might be difficult for some people that have never experienced being devoid of ego, but we are just mirrors. When we're speaking to someone else, we're speaking into a mirror. And when someone's speaking to you, they're speaking to a mirror. And to listen, to truly listen, you forget yourself. Because if you're thinking about yourself while you're listening, you're not really listening. You could be nodding your head. You could say yes or no, but you're not actually listening. To listen is to be empty and to free yourself. So the more we can learn how to listen and realize that when we speak, it's truth speaking through us. And when we close our eyes to go to sleep at night, it's truth taking a rest and we go to open our mouth, it's truth speaking. That simple notion frees yourself from your ego because truth is operating through you. And that's all we are, is we are truth and we are light and we are a mirror reflection. At our core, we are a mirror reflection of our consciousness. So when someone says to you, you suck, They are speaking into a mirror and it has nothing to do with you because you take things less personal when you realize when people speak to you, that's exactly how they speak to themselves. So regardless if you were standing in front of them or not, within their own head, they're they're waging a war within their own mind. And you can wish them the best because you it's wishing someone well is wishing yourself well. Again, it's you speaking into a mirror because an analogy that really helps me, especially since I'm in film and we all watch movies, is sitting in a theater watching a film. While you're sitting there in the seat and you may have a snack with you and you're watching a movie on the screen, you believe what's happening on that screen so much that you get teleported into that reality. But how often do we stop to realize that the source of that film is a projection of light coming from the back of the theater? And just as our life is our screen, we are that source of light passing through us as well. So realize that we are witnessing this world. What's in front of us is our movie screen and the light is passing through us. And based on what tune and frequency we're holding, that's what we're going to see. So if you want to see happy in imagination, you will see happy in imagination. But if you want to see sadness, then you will see sadness. You will see a mirror reflection of your current state of awareness. So learn to tap into those emotions. Don't be scared of feeling those emotions. If you feel like you want to cry, cry. It's beautiful release it, detach it. Yoga is beautiful. If our mind is a computer, our physical body is that of an infinite hard drive. So whatever we don't process within our mental body, we'll store in our physical body. So if you have aches and pains, it's metaphysical. If your knees are hurting, you may have inflexibility with dealing with certain emotions. Our calves are our second hearts. So whatever we're not storing emotionally, we'll we'll put in our calves. And our neck and shoulders where we hold stress because it's closest to our mind. So tune into your physical body, stretch through aches and pains. And all of a sudden you may realize when you're breathing or stretching, you'll notice like an image will come into your mind or a memory and you can accept it. By noticing fear, by addressing emotions and by labeling them, by labeling them, you get to then change them. So all of a sudden you see something that's fear or sadness, you can label it as fear and sadness and accept it and change it to love. 
because we hold that power. And that's how you can get through these kind of battles and learn to love the ebb and flow of life because it is an ebb and flow. It's a wave. So the moments that seem really, really high, love and appreciate them. And then the moments that are perceived lows and valleys, love them equally as much because then another high is going to come after that. And then all of a sudden the waves become longer. So it goes from being this to all of a sudden you notice this and then time eventually stops because in those moments that, that you're living and accepting it, it's infinite. There's the movie Her, the Spike Jones films. There's um, you know, artificial intelligence at the end and she talks about where she's going and where the other forms of artificial intelligence and consciousness are going at the end. And she's like, it's like reading a book and it's a book that you really, really love. And then all of a sudden the letters and the, and the words just start to become more and more farther apart and you get to live in that space in the in-between. That's what being free is. That's what being in the infinite now is. That's what being your consciousness, your current state of awareness is, is you notice that you get to just drift into that in-between because you love it so much and you float away. And, you know, there's different tools and ways to access that. There's like, sense, I just did a sensory deprivation tank where I was floating and you, yeah, you become devoid of light and time and you have, you have nothing to grip onto. So we have learned to hold on to attachments and the more you can let go of them, the more you live in that infinite space. And it starts with thankful. Just in, in your mind, if all of a sudden you're defaulting to something negative, just say the word thankful. And what that means is you're literally full of thanks. So you have no room for anything other. And then just hold on to that. And then you can just be within that space and hold that capacity for yourself because then you get to see the world as its current state, which is, which is a reflection of who you are. And everyone's a mere reflection of who you are, not your ego self, but the universal light that's in everybody. Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I could, I could definitely talk to you all day. Um, you're more than welcome to come back anytime you want because you, you're, you're sharing it in such powerful metaphor, you know, and that's where I, I see people who um, really are living it and understanding it, the quality of the metaphor they can use to relate it to people because it's sometimes unrelatable to people who don't know what you're talking about like oh man that's crazy talk but if you can say it in a metaphor in which it's related then you're really planting seeds and you've planted a lot of really powerful seeds um, I want to be respectful of your time and also um, just ask you if you want to go um, and talk about the um, discovery of the divine consciousness or anything else you know I'm not sure exactly how much time you got but you can you can elaborate as much as you want if we haven't covered anything, if there's wish, if there's anything you wish that I'd asked or just something that you want to close up with, cause you, you shared so much. Yeah. So I have a website right now. It's called IntentOn.io, and the slogan is removing I from the intention. And that is something that is, if, you know, if we are a computer turning the intent on, I think is the first step in reprogramming and kind of getting that operating system in the correct um, the correct mode because we are our intention. So if your intention is to feel love, to express love, then everything else will kind of fall into, into place. And the website intent on is becoming an app and I'll be releasing that within the next month. And within that app, I'm going to offer my book, which is forever in the infinite. Now I'm also releasing Taylor cut university, which would be online video courses for people who want to learn how to do photography, videography, editing, 
maintaining creativity, how, how I've become a content creator, how I've been able to work with the different brands and how you are able to collaborate with different people because it is, it's a dialogue, it's a conversation and learning what is in alignment with you is an, a very powerful tool because as much as you can hone this frequency alone, when you go out into the real world, you hold that space and that feeling of home everywhere you go. Home is a feeling. So there's a lot of people that are very intrinsic and um, they will tune into themselves, but everyone is an extension of yourself. So to be able to learn how to bring that state of creativity and happiness with when you're dealing with anybody is very important. And I touch upon that and I talk about that. And then I'm going to have curated playlists on there of original TV series called Self-Expression. That's going to, I talk with other amazing creatives and tell their story and why they decide to tell the art that they do. Um, and yeah, uh, my movie, The Discovery of the Divine Consciousness, will be on there as well. And uh, what's exciting about it is we're going to offer full um, 8K video content because I'm filming everything in 8K. And um, there's nowhere right now on the internet to watch that. YouTube has downgraded to 1080 because there's so much content being put on there that they don't have the ability to do 4K anymore. So I want people to see all of this, the world and the high definition that we're able to show it in. And the discovery of the divine consciousness talks about how I was able to get into a state of meditation. And visually, you, you were saying how I'm able to express it in metaphors. And it's because I'm just speaking it the way I see it. And it's, it's sharing the story so other people can see it the way I see it. And with the movie, it shows visually what it felt like to have ego death, what it was like to, you know, receive the news that my grandfather has Parkinson's and is starting to forget who my family members are and what that feels like. And to show that, although that may be perceived as darkness, how there's beauty there and how you get to tap into different memories. You know, I read a birthday card that he wrote me and all of a sudden the, the words start to become uh, scribbles and I get scared and then I get teleported into the hills of New Zealand and I end up going on a hike with him and we have a conversation about how life is about the journey and yeah how you you end up reaching this destination within your ego self which is quote-unquote death but you continue forever and I'm showing it in a way that's beautiful we, we filmed in Tokyo Kyoto New Zealand Alaska um, so showing in a very beautiful visceral way so people aren't scared of dying anymore so people aren't scared of the fear that and the darkness that lays with the, within them because you know in order to see the stars you need darkness so learn to love the darkness as much as you love the light and um, I'm hoping this film and everything else that we're creating will allow people to have that mirror reflection so um, yeah follow me on social media if you don't already at, at Taylor Cut Films and um, when the app is out, or you can check the website now, intentdon.io, and I'll announce when the app is live as well. And I hope it helps people because that's the intention is removing I from the intention so everyone could just share and, and live together. It's all super beautiful, man. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on and, and I really resonate with everything that you said. So I'm, I'm grateful there's people out like you putting out the message and uh, my friend Adam Roa, uh, he's, you know, an artist and, and, uh, you know, spoken word poet and, and he talks about transformation through art. And I think it's a really powerful way, something that I haven't really tapped into yet. Um, but I do appreciate it because you, you suck people in through story. 
and they're learning through metaphor and they're feeling things. And I think it's such an important way uh, for us to learn and grow and for people like you in that space to be able to share a message that is just not common right now. It's not mainstream right now. And I think that we need more people and more effort sharing this wisdom in different forms so that it's accessible to everybody. And I, and I see that that's what you're doing. So um, just thank you for coming on and thank you for your work. And uh, I'm excited to get the app and just watch and continue to watch your journey. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on and appreciate you interviewing people that are willing and able to talk about stuff like this because it's all about sharing. So thank you. My pleasure, man. Well, it's nice to meet you and uh, I, I'll, I'll be in contact. Hopefully we'll be able to do a round two. So yeah. have Love a great day. Yeah, you See ya. Yeah. Bye. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that incredible episode with Jordan. He is really uh, wise, amazing, creative, successful, uh, just knowledgeable. I really enjoyed talking to him. He had so much wisdom to share. What a pleasure. And he's still doing amazing things. So tons of love and gratitude uh, for him. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to support the podcast, best thing you can do is one act of kindness today. Go out of your way to do it if you have to. Um, Hold the door open, pick up a piece of trash, give money to a homeless person. Uh, somebody who needs it pay somebody a compliment write a letter to somebody you haven't talked to and give them a kind word Um, and three acts of kindness a day is a mathematical formula toward your ascension it's not the positive things you think about it's the actual things that you do so create that spiritual mass through action and day by day you're going to get universal winks so realize that you are the creator that you do create your reality that failure is a part of it um, and that it is a process and you are amazing you just keep moving towards what you love So you have that power within you. If you want to support the podcast, please share the episode on your Facebook. Um, Leave a review. That really helps if you you leave a thoughtful review, sharing as many episodes as you can. Um, If you want to go and take an action and go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair and just toss a buck in the bucket. And if you're like, yeah, man, your podcast, your your 30 podcasts a month are worth a buck, uh, really goes a long way. Um, I'll just say that because I am excited to my next goal um, is to get a vehicle again i had a i've always had a car but uh, i'm on a bicycle now and it's kind of funny <laughs> but uh, you know you do what you got to do to to follow the dreams and i know that uh, i'm excited for the next steps but that's on the dream board i got some other stuff too and david lone bear is working on some amazing stuff i'm working so hard on some other amazing things coming out and this is just part of the process and i'm getting, and i'm embracing it and i'm loving it and uh just appreciate all the kind words and the support and the shares and stuff like that so um you know i always say like to people that have these misperceptions misconceptions but it's like what are you willing to do to follow your heart to follow your dreams um and so you got to have that commitment to it and uh, i'm definitely committed and i'm uh grateful for this so um check out every thursdays on distant ancient echoes for the next seven weeks Uh, we're going to be doing a webinar with david lombard senapass we're going to be in sedona with a elder of the zuni clifford mahudi this saturday it's going to be amazing so check out the webinars if you're anywhere near sedona get there if you can um you're going to want to this is the first time a migama and a zuni are going to be sharing their ancient knowledge together um, I think that's about it. Uh, if you want some coaching, you know, I'm doing one-on-one breakthrough sessions, 90-minute sessions, um, you know, uncovering limiting beliefs. I'm also doing the heart journey, which basically hypnotizes you in your heart and helps you get very clear on, you know, what is the most fulfilling life for you as close to finding your purpose as any technique I've ever seen. And also one-on-one training for those of you who are really serious. And basically, I teach you everything I've learned in peak performance, consciousness, spirituality, uh, multidimensional th- 
thinking, um, food hacks, all that kind of stuff to basically design and create a life that fulfills you and doing it from a place of being fulfilled where you are and making it streamlined with all the best tactics and things like that. So that's about it. Any other inquiries, just hit up Matt at zenathlete.com. Sign up for the email list and uh, just go forward slash lucid dreaming if you want a cool lucid dreaming audio and book that will teach you how to lucid dream. So that's it. I think that's a lot. Been uh, speaking a lot, getting all set up for Sedona here. I hope to see some of you there. Um, Just tons of my love and gratitude. I hope that wherever you are in the world, you're listening to this. I'm sending you all of my love and my gratitude and my support. And before we close out, I'll just invite you to come to a quick state of coherence with me. So wherever you are, just taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just imagine powerful, universal, golden, crystal, platinum light coming down and pulsing through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being and going right into the core of the earth, connecting you to the earth as well. As you let that breath out slowly with all the limitations, all the self-criticisms and all the self-doubts, just letting that go now, coming to total peace and presence, taking in another deep breath in through your nose holding that breath and this time just focusing on that breath and realizing that this is something that connects you to all life that all life and creation are within you that you are a powerful creator being that you are worthy whole coherent powerful eternal and just let that breath out slowly with every limitation every self-doubt every self-criticism every limitation you're holding just letting that go letting all that baggage go now Taking one more deep breath in through your nose, holding that breath and just really connecting to this feeling of being a powerful creator, a humble, authentic person who can create their dreams. And I'm sending all of my love, my support, my well wishes, my energy, my enthusiasm to you hearing this. And I want you to imagine sending out all of your best wishes to everyone you've ever met, your friends, your family, your coworkers, to all people on the planet, just wishing them the best. And I'm sending you all of that energy and just see that energy come back to you like a tidal wave magnified a million fold, just all of the world working together, supporting each other, lifting a hand when somebody needs it, just being the example and just recognizing that you are worthy, whole, incredible, just as you are. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you have an amazing day and I will see you in the next episode.